There once was a cobbler who worked hard at his trade, yet never seemed to succeed in the world. One evening, he took his last piece of leather and cut out a pair of shoes, then laid the pieces neatly on his bench, expecting to finish them in the morning. There, he said to his wife, that is my last piece of leather, and I will have no money to buy more until those shoes are made and sold. The next morning, he went to his shop early to begin work. What a wonderful surprise he discovered that seemingly in the night, the pieces had been made up into a fine pair of shoes. He took them up and examined them, and there was not a fault to be found with the shoes. It was indeed much better work than the cobbler could have done. Not even the king's shoemaker could have done better. The cobbler set the shoes out where they could be seen, and he soon had a customer for them. The customer was a very rich man. This is a very fine pair of shoes said the rich man after he had examined them. I will take them, and you may make me two more pairs. He then paid the cobbler well and went away, carrying the shoes with him. The cobbler was ready to dance with joy. He hurried out and bought more leather, and by evening he had cut out two more pairs of shoes. He left the pieces lying on the bench as before. When he came to the shop the next morning, he found both pairs finished and standing side by side on the bench, and they were just as well made as the first pair had been. The rich man was delighted with them. He brought a friend to the shop with him who also ordered two pairs of shoes. So it went on. Soon the cobbler had all the customers he could attend to, and they paid high prices for his shoes, for they were better than could be bought anywhere else. But the cobbler was very puzzled about who was helping him. No matter how late he sat up, nor how early he rose in the morning, he never saw anyone working, and he never heard a sound. At last, he was determined to watch all night and find out who was doing the work. So when his wife went off to bed, he hid behind some clothes that were hanging in the corner and stayed there as still as a mouse. No one would have known there was anybody in the room. The moon shone in at the window and all the house was still. Suddenly, he saw two little fairymen there in the room, but where they came from, he could not tell. It was cold winter weather, but neither of them had coats or shoes or trousers. They picked up the pieces of leather and looked at them. Then they sat down cross-legged and began to work. They fitted, sewed, and hammered so quickly that in a very short time, all the shoes were complete. The two little men set them in a row on the bench, 
and nodded to each other as though they were well pleased. And then they went as they came, without a sound, and the cobbler could not tell what had become of them. The next day, the cobbler told his wife all that he had seen the night before. The two talked it over for a long time. We ought to do something to show our gratitude to the little men, said his wife. How would it be if I made a little shirt and a little suit for each of them, and you can make them each a pair of shoes? To this, the cobbler agreed. He went out and bought some fine cloth and buttons and also some soft, thin leather. Then his wife set to work and made two little shirts and two little suits all complete, even the pockets and buttonholes, and the cobbler made two tiny pairs of shoes. When all was finished, they laid the clothes out on a bench, and that night they left a light burning and hid in the corner behind the clothes to see what would happen. The clock ticked on, and suddenly they saw the two little men there in the room moving quietly about. Though how they had come there neither the cobbler nor his wife knew. The little men went to the bench where the leather was generally laid out, and there, instead of leather pieces, were the two little suits and the two little pairs of shoes. The brownies took up the clothes piece by piece and examined them. They held them up and turned them this way and that. Last of all, they put on the clothes and they fitted exactly. Then they began to dance with glee and exclaimed, how fine we are! Now we will never work again! They danced about over tables and chairs and benches and so on, out the door into the night, and they were never seen again. But the cobbler prospered and soon became an even better craftsman than the fairies, and in time, became a very rich man. <laughs>